I think this little thing is like 150 bucks. That's dirt cheap. That, yeah, I love for the that. sound of it too. Oh yeah, yeah. You can use it with anything. Take real, it anywhere. Real easy. Looks like. Real transportable. All fits in a backpack. Yeah. Obviously, except these. No, I love that little thing. All right, I'll tell Rusty we're on so he can point to you. There we oh, go. okay. Is that is that okay? That's right. Is it, I'm not interfering here right. with any You're sort the engineer, of hierarchy or whatever. You're our producer, <clears throat> sir. Okay. You now, tell us. Now that this is all automatic, your job got way easier. <laughs> yeah. You really just <laughs> rise up here. Let me let me put it to you this way. The hardest thing I do in my job is riding with him up here. So I, it's not... Can we it, give, give him an not, iPad or something so it looks like he's doing something? <laughs> at least I got one that doesn't really work anymore. We can just give him that one. And we give him, well, you know, we'll give him, so, like, we give him a dry like, erase marker. Did you ever watch The Office? Yeah. The... Um, the series story where uh, Jim and Michael were both deciding one of them was going to have to be a manager and one was going to have to be a salesman. And Jim figured out that they changed the commission, so there was like no cap. He'd make way more money as a salesman. A salesman. Yeah. And then when Michael found out, he's like, no, I'm going to be the salesman. And like Jim's the manager and Michael's the salesman. He's just like sitting out there. He realizes like he's out of the game and shit. And Jim's just like, hey, man, you're, you're going to have to do something. <laughs> you have to do something. Yeah, I, you know, I liked, I liked the British office, those first two. They had two seasons of it that the office was based off of. I thought oh, Ricky were, Gervais. Yeah, I thought the British office was pretty good, too. That's, what, that's, my, that's my biggest at work. Like, just do something. When people, you know, yeah. like, dude, I work with a guy who, since I work in the Wild West, we don't have rules. Right. Um, there's a bar there and there's no supervision. You just have to, as long as you work eight hours a day, no one gives a fuck, really. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, no one really comes in till six. None of the decisions for the day that are going to get made happen till 8.30 or 9. Right. You know, so, like. I work with one guy who comes in at like four every day. Hell yeah, rack up at OT. Well, no, we kind of I kind of got into it with him because it's like I was like, all right, man. Here's the thing: I'm sick of everything that happens here after eleven o'clock, fucking falling on me, or having to listen to you, bitch, because I've fucking been here for seven hours all. <laughs> yeah, okay. You've worked for three of those fucking hours, right? You show up so goddamn early, there's nothing it's going on. It's like, do, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I'm not trying to, like, milk the clock, whatever. But, uh, like, if you're going to come in at 4, don't fucking bitch at 11 when there's work to do when you sat on your ass all fucking day. Yeah. And he got, like, real, like, well, because since the ball, like, all I have to do is really bitch about it. And they'll be like, okay, you, yeah, why, aren't you, why are you working this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I press the issue. So he was just, well, I guess I can, no, no, like, trying to, like, like, dude, I have no authority. Does he leave really early? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And he sneaks out, too. Like, he doesn't, like, well, I'm out. It's just, like, some days at 1030, he's gone. <laughs> well, he's been there for six hours, so, well, Jason. Well, he came in at 330. Yeah, I'm he brought like, donuts. I'm like, yeah, but. He ate six of them before you guys got here. <laughs> we didn't know till nine that we had to go do this job, and now I'm stuck doing it. Because you, there's no kind of official hour? Your boss is gone. When I started, I was told, when do you want to work? Those are your hours. Okay, I never want to work, but I want to get a lot of paychecks. So my options were like 8 to 5 or like 6 to 2. And I was like 6 to 2. And so that's 
That's what everyone's supposed to work. But since there's no fucking rules, you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> I like it. Dear so God, there's I one lady you. that works there that comes in at like 2 and then leaves at 10. 2 in the morning? Yeah. The fuck she do? Clean the, clean the office? No, she like does bullshit like hand table work. You know what I mean? Like it's Speaking of working at the Wild West... Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Light me at five. Like, where's the line? Five. We're figuring this out. (laughs) This is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan. This might be the year I just totally stopped believing in science. Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason Lafayette. And I guess I've been found. Uh, Rescue I, I don't know what to say. Rusty Rescue Nixon. Rusty yeah. from the basement and yeah. was successful. All right, so we were, Jason was talking about working at the Wild West. I worked with a, a company <laughs> that... That uh, so 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 I had a boss that was like a nightmare for everybody involved, and he got demoted. He was over two oh. departments. And he got demoted into like one department. So so he, he like the supervisors had like different hats, you know, than the uh, than the, like the the regular just team lead. It's like so, the it's like the person with the the red shirt. Of McDonald's. Yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> so he had to quit wearing the special hat. You know what I mean? Oh, that dude's got a tie on too. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. He's got a tie under that apron. He's Look at this. He's got ten pins. Ten pins. Seventeen years of service. So, so does he have a Ronald McDonald shoe pin on his lapel? That's a fucking yeah. prestigious award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got the one. He's got the McDonald's shoes. Fiftieth anniversary. You see them, motherfuckers. Jordan, eat your heart out. You know, it was Michael Jordan collaboration with Ronald McDonald. It was amazing. Only special managers got it. But so, so we get a new guy in. And then he lasts two months, puts his uh, puts his uh, a notice in. So I, it's, he's leaving. So I ask him straight up, "What's up?" And he said, "Well, this guy's constantly trying to get me fired, withholding one information. He's trying to fuck stab me, you know, whatever." He's, "I'm out of here. I'm blaming him." Well, as soon as that guy's gone, boom, well, you know the new the hat's back on the other dude who's trying to backstab everybody. Anyway, so now he's in charge. He's in charge for a couple of weeks. Uh, and then an incident happens, and somebody reports something to HR. And then HR is stunned to find out this guy had appointed himself back in charge. <laughs> Fucking nobody. <laughs> this is a Wild West, man. Like, nobody had made any decisions. He just started wearing his hat. <laughs> just started running shit again. Like, if I just step into the office and start typing, no one's going to stop me. Well, right? Man. Yeah. They <laughs> Well, you're a scientist what, anyway. Why does your Why does your office say Dave and your name is Chuck? You know, ah, let's keep working. The signs misprinted. Let's keep working. My friends go. Dude, I've been here Chuck. for six hours. Six hours. It just has It just has masking tape over and permanent marker. <laughs> Dean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as soon as everybody gets in at six, is when I'm packing up the old box and leaving. <laughs> oh man, been here all fucking night. <laughs> 
So, uh, uh, who do I give my expense report to? <laughs> yeah, no shit. So, uh, I come home. So, Rusty, you're somewhat familiar with uh, uh, some of the wildlife issues that I've dealt with over the oh, years. Oh, yeah, my absolutely. House. So, I had the wildest Dude, experience. There was a raccoon out there last night. A oh. big fucker. I was looking at him and I was, I was doing bong rips and blowing it out that window. And that fucking raccoon <laughs> was like, Yo, pass that shit, dude. Could it be Rod? Starts looking up in the air and oh, sniffing. Rod. I forgot. I, I, I couldn't remember the name. Sliding? I couldn't remember the we fucking name. He literally sliding? looked up and was sniffing. I think it is. And so I was like, I think no it way. Is. So I, I blew another fucking bull. Rod is dead. And, and he stopped and like looked up again and was like, I'm like, dude, I'm going to get that fucking <laughs> raccoon to come over here and get him high. And he's going to savage your face. And. And he kept coming, but he's gonna wear it around like a mask. Then out of nowhere, dude, he just fucking darted underneath the car. But I got him to like he was in the road under a car. I got him to come to the sidewalk. You should have thrown a little weed nug down there. I wish I had snacks to give him. Like an edible? I've been like, this is where you come back for the good snacks, raccoon. Although I'm telling you, you don't want those fuckers coming around. It turns on you real quick. You think Raj is dead. So here's the thing. So I don't know, man. Everyone's scared of raccoons, but like all you got to do is, like, what? Drop your body weight on it. And they, like, almost turn 360 in their own skin and will savage like, your face. It's like Marlon Perkins. He knows everything about it. It's not true. This raccoon will fuck you up. He'll pick know. you up and hawk suplex your ass. If a, I'm saying if a raccoon bites your arm like this and you just tuck that arm to your body and fall to the fucking ground saying, as hard as you can. You're saying sacrifice rac- my limb. That raccoon is at least going to go and let go. Long enough to scurry off to re to like refigure out a situation, or or, or it's you're probably rabid. gonna fucking kill it, or because you're forty times its body weight, or it's rabid at this point and there's and it's completely savage and you could rip its head then off. You're and gonna it'll die still, anyway, yeah, so you might as well fight it to the death. There's no cure for rabies, dude. You're not you fight that fucker to the death. You might as well bite it's like it getting back. Bit by a zombie, dude. Like it's over after that. Enjoy the last few minutes you have. Chew your way straight into his guts in the middle of the fight. That I have some matters. That'll be legendary. Did you hear that, dude? That. Ate that raccoon's guts before he died? As soon as the rabbit raccoon bit by you, you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like 28 days later. He just instantly goes savage. So I'm walking into my house. I got hands full of groceries on both sides. Uh, and uh, I walk in and I'm front door and I kick it shut behind me because I got one asshole dog that'll run the fucking neighborhood like she's got somewhere to go or has any survival skills at all. So the door shuts. Now, I apparently, when I shut that door, shut a two and a half foot snake that was in my oh door my jam God. vertically. Fucking, I shut him in the door. Oh, so two thirds of God. him was inside the house and one third of him was outside. So he's trapped there and he's pissed. And I don't even see him. I'm standing there talking to my son. He's just strike, 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 missing me because he's trapped. <laughs> so then I walk off. Now, mind you, had I fucking walked through my door with my arms full, kicked my door shut, and something stung my neck, and then I reached up behind me, and I grabbed a hold of a fucking snake, I'd had an out-of-body experience right fucking there. Dude, I remember when I was a teenager, me and two friends, we were skipping school. We were walking through, like, um, these trails at a park. Yeah. And this big-ass fucking snake. I mean, not big, but... Big relatively. You know, yeah. a three for, foot. To be assaulted by a fucking snake. Three foot is a big for a fucking snake, a three dude. foot long snake, maybe, but it's like, 
It was. Maybe, Dude, I did battle with a two and a half foot one. It, it was. It was, it was challenging. Maybe enough. the diameter of a garden hose. Yeah, you know, long like, enough to get your dick a, bit off. It's a big snake for Indiana. You know, we oh, don't yeah. have like fucking crazy snakes right. here. We we do. We do. Well, yeah, they just they don't. We fuck, have doorway snakes. Well, this fucking thing. Make no mistake. Comes across the trail, and we all have like fucking walking sticks that we found. Yeah, in the woods, you know, you know, bludgeoning into that. Dude in the front just ah! <laughs> swings the stick down <laughs> and hits this snake, and it like fucks it up. Like it's just kind of like twitching. <laughs> <laughs> so now he picks it up, and the other guy is like, "Get that fucking thing away from me, dude!" Right? Don't fuck yeah. it. So There's always like, somebody yeah. that's so he's oh, yeah, teasing yeah, yeah, him yeah, with yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. stunned yeah. snake. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're kind of, he's trying to chase him around, and he, he he just flings the snake at the dude, and the snake's like <laughs> like helicopter in the <laughs> yeah. air, and the dude has the stick, and he just swings it, and it. Breaks the snake in half. Ooh. Okay. And half of it goes swinging back at the guy who threw it. <laughs> Hits him in the eye. Oh, my okay. God. And I hope he was blinded. No, no, no. It's on his fucking eyeball. Not like around oh. it. It's like touching the wide of his eye. And he's just, now he's just going, get it the fuck off. Get it the fuck off. Like freaking out. So, yeah, yeah that's my only so, real experience with this. Yeah, snack. so so the thing's snapping away. I don't see it. I walk off, arms full of groceries, right? I put my asshole dog in a cage so that we can freely, you know, do our thing. And uh, Leland goes to standing by the door talking to me, and the curtain on the door, like, rises up like the poltergeist, and a snake pops out, like, snapping at him. And he goes, there's a snake. Now, where I'm standing. She was like, shut the fuck up. I can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking snake. I go, what do you mean there's a the snake? Congo motherfucker. He goes, there's a snake. He goes, there's a whole snake right there. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, why would I make this up? There's a snake on the door. So I walk over, and sure enough, this fucker's, holy shit, there's a snake. And he's like, Aah! he's like melting. So I go, I get a broom, and I'm pinning it. And I'm like, go outside, open this door from the other side. It's time to let this party go. And then, so Chip is all like, what's going on? You're right. It's that this thing's at like head level. So when he opens the door, it then wraps around the broom. It is pissed, this thing. It is fucking, well, it snaps, yeah. snaps, snaps. And it, 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 so it's after this broom. Chip is standing directly under. I'm trying to kick Chip away. You can't kick a fucking two. 200 pound no. dog away with one leg fighting a, a python. So I'm afraid it's going to fall on his head, and I don't even want to know how that's going to turn out. A pi- was it a python? No, I don't was know. It a python? I don't know what the fuck it was. So I flip it, it out into the fucking mouth. yard. So I flip it out in the fucking yard, and it lands, and then immediately comes right back to the stairs. And I scoop it with the broom, and I flip it off again, and it lands and comes immediately back. And then I realize this, this bastard lives underneath the stairs. This is why you need a gun. I got an axe. <laughs> Leland Wynn got me the axe. And I chopped down the stairs. So <laughs> now he doesn't exactly. have a house. Now he doesn't have a fucking house. So, uh, so then later, I hear Leland telling this story to a friend. And what's fucking crazy is I'm not even in the story. And the snake is like a python at that point. It's a dragon. He's over, <laughs> Now his friends at school are calling him Snake. Do you understand what I'm saying? This motherfucker's got a reputation built on my battles. He's going to buy some fake uh, snakeskin boots off Amazon and be like, caught it. I know. I know. <laughs> See what I made? You're goddamn right. Because somebody goes. Somebody I caught goes, his kids, too, made this wallet. 
I know, because somebody goes, didn't you take a video of it? And I go, I didn't even think to take a video. uh, I'm a man of action. I jump into action when I see a fucking snake. I'm in my 40s. I don't document every fucking (laughs) second of my life. Exactly. No, that's what I'm I'm not not a video guy. I'm not a, hey, something's going down. Let's get a video. I'm a fucking, let's let's do battle with this serpent. But you wouldn't know it by my son's story, the only other witness. He's walking around with a snake jacket, fucking snake tooth necklace. This guy, Amazon, like next day, pop, pop, pop. Snake. He's got Jake the Snake shirts. You're going to be getting phone calls now. He'll be like, hey, man, uh, we got an infestation. Yeah. He's going to be like, no. I'll be there in 20 minutes. No, 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 because the next day. Let me put on my gear. So what happened is we have all this tall like, weeds right by the stairs up front. I, had, I just had them cut them down. Like burn it all. Boom. Well, that's what that's where the first snake came from. So we cut all them weeds down. So the next day I walk out there and I look down. There's another fucking snake down there. So I take a picture just of the bushes of it in general. And I send it to Leland. I go, you see anything? And he's like, oh. That place I threw up last week, ha, ha, ha. And I said, so I sent him a zoomed-in picture, and he goes, oh, my God, there's more. And I'm like, what? What are you worried about, snake guy? What are you, you got this there. You, you want to get a new pair of gloves, oh, snake yeah. man? <laughs> thought you had this contained, viper. You, What's up? You had, I thought this was your department. Since you're snake and all, I was like, you're now in charge of all snake infestations in the house. And he was like, I don't Jeez. think I don't, I don't agree with this. You got a match in his mouth like a toothpick, like, Sylvester Stallone and Cobra. <laughs> Wearing some aviators. Oh, so like. It's a good thing he hadn't seen Cobra. He'd adopted that fucking name. <laughs> He's got a 1983 bandana on. So we had a uh, we had a show last night. Um, uh, well, Jason had a show. Um, uh, Zach Orion. Uh, and, um, and, I, the, I, and I apologize entirely to the feature... Peter. Peter. I don't remember his last name. Starts with a B. It was a last minute substitute. Our feature had a uh, Adam uh, Addis, Addis, I believe is how you pronounce it, but he had a death in a family. So we had a, it was, it, Peter was nice enough to jump in. Um, so I go to Justin. I am I'm wearing shorts, relaxed. I'm, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to watch my friends do some comedy and enjoy the show. And uh, Jeff's like, hey, you should do some time. And I didn't want to do some time. And then he's like, let's smoke this 43% infused joint in the garage. And I'm like, okay. And then the entire time we're smoking, he's like, you need to do some time. So by the time we're done with that, I'm like, I don't have pants, dude. I don't have pants. I'm not going up on stage as shorts. I'm not a shorts on stage kind of guy. It's just not me. And then he says, what size you want? I said, you're not my fucking size. What size? So I mistakenly say 36 uh, when I meant 38. He brings me, some, brings me some 36s, and they fit perfect. And I'm like, this something ain't right. This ain't 36. And he says, oh, look at the back. It's 36. And I'm like, yeah, 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 dude. I was like a 36 in the Navy, and I was 60 <laughs> pounds lighter than I am now. Like, oh. you're not 36. You're a 38. No, pants are weird, though, because, like. Inaccurate, you mean. That's the word you're looking for. No, it's just, like, the, the like, so my waist like, if I'm buying jeans that, like, actually probably fit me yeah. is, like, a 29 to 30. I, no, I know. That's well, what I'm saying. But if, cut. but if I need pants to fit my thighs, I need, like, a 32, yeah. 34. Right, yeah. but that's my point is, like, so, but those measurements that they're referring and to there. And it's not like my thighs are, like, crazy big. You know what I mean? Right. So it's the, just the way pants are fucking cut are weird. 
but 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 that's that that particular measurement we're talking about is a waist measurement. Where if you go, but my point is, though, if you go to a tailor and he measures you, it is not going to be whatever pant size you're wearing because the off the counter shit it just is not accurate. Oh yeah, you're that's right. That's why in one well, store you're dude, a 36, I, right. another store you're a 34. Well, and I'm, I, it's also brand, like in the same thing because I I buy one brand of jean, one cut of that jean. All my jeans are exactly the fucking same. You're like Ozzy, and they are. I just find different colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, like I, dark have, blue and blue. Dude, I'll have two pairs of the exact same fucking color, exact same size, and they fit totally different. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because that's yeah. because there's not exactly all the tolerances that they have. Yeah. Yes. That's that's what I'm saying. The tolerances. So it swings. So like my point is, he's not a 36. He's a 38. That's what we're gonna be honest. I was a 36 <laughs> in the Navy. You understand? Like I was 60 pounds lighter. It doesn't even make physical sense for me to be a 36 today and weigh what i do it's logically it doesn't work so um anyway his pants fit perfect he ain't a 36 that's all i'm saying uh so then i had to go do comedy in another man's pants that doesn't sound gay at all it, well uh, there's really, things that, was I, that is that the name of the kinda, venue it's kind of creepy it's not, that's uh, maybe an album Come out, come out to the, uh, the new another gay bar, pants. another man's pants. <laughs> uh, doing jokes in another man's pants could be an album. I guess, this is workable. But uh, but like all these questions start popping into your head when when you're wearing another man's pants, like uh, it's like that you never thought you needed to know about them. Like what like what kind of underwear they're wearing? Do they have copious ball sweat? Is that something I got to worry about? Like uh, do they wear underwear? Do they do lunges often? Like. It's just shit I never thought I'd need to know, but as I'm putting on his fucking pants, it suddenly becomes pertinent information. Anyway. I'm still creeped out by wearing another man's yeah, pants. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. It threw me off. <laughs> I hadn't gone up in a while too, though, so I kind of used it like a mic because I'm only doing five minutes. But uh, so Jason came out and did a guest spot. How would you say you do? I think I went outside when you were doing your guesty. It was all right. We had like 12 there. I threw out we, like this one thing I totally, I wrote down. I've never worked and I looked at it right before. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'll try that. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really have an ending for it, but the premise works. Did it start? So did you start with that or did you throw it in the middle or did you throw it in? I closed with it. So. Oh, so you did one of those slightly hacky, uh, well, I don't really have an ending for that one. So uh, I'll no, just leave I, you guys. I didn't, I didn't do that. Because you have a closing joke. I ended it. It just, the ending's not done. Yeah, it, you know, it's you know not I mean? the impact that you want. I didn't, no, I didn't do the open mic like, oh, well, okay, yeah. well, fuck you guys. Then. No, it wasn't <laughs> like that. I hear this shit all the time where it's like, they'll, 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 they'll say it, they'll, and it's we're not even a joke. We're working on new stuff. Yeah. It? <laughs> it's, but they throw out a premise. They don't throw out a joke. They just throw out a premise idea. Yeah. They don't have a punchline set up, nothing. It's just a premise. And then people will chuckle and they'll be like, oh, no, all right, I, all right. I, all right. Did the, I did the whole thing. I did like the, this is a full joke. Here's the ending of it. The ending's just not that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't like. Bail not on happy her. with yeah. it. I figured it out on the ride home. What I'm going to do next? Yeah. I'm going to try it tonight. I got two chances tonight to try it out. So we'll see what happens. I uh, I got a chance to see uh, uh, since we've met up last. I've got a chance to see Dan Cummins uh, uh, working on some new material. I caught him at the attic in uh, Bloomington, a nice little venue because he normally does uh, he does theaters. Like that's where his normal run is. So like this material he's working on now. He takes a summer off, shoots his podcast, and then in the fall he'll do a theater tour, which is his material. So that was very cool. It was very cool seeing a guy at that level that's theater that would walk out with a notebook and notes on his phone, and then you know, kind of look at it and then and then just kind of spitball a topic for fifteen minutes or whatnot. But it was all fantastic. It was all really workable. So I've noticed this is 
I don't, and I don't know if it's people like, um, like working new material, right? But I've noticed a lot of um, the headliners I've been seeing around here lately mm-hmm. are like in straight, just like riff mode. I'm not seeing a lot of material. It seems lately. Really? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's just because is that like, like a, it's like a it's like a phase that's going well, out. Well, it's it's one or two. Th- it just might be how they work. You know what I mean? Like more riffy, trying to come up with new stuff. Yeah. Um, because like I mean, I'm not watching anyone's like fucking special tape. You know what I mean? It's right. People just doing their thing. But I've been noticing it's, and I don't know if it's a trend because that seems to be like what the like all the crowd says. So I don't know if it's just like a trend now to be. But I'm not seeing a lot of like polished material. Yeah, anymore. and I'm, what, a lot of that shit that I'm seeing shared though with riffing off with the crowd, I'm not really impressed with. A lot of it's just you had a response. You didn't necessarily have a great fucking response. You just had a response to the crowd. Like I just given it is, the crowd will react because it's well, alive and they're and they're always puckered when you're going into the audience. They're just always a more but that's, time. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's the whole thing is yeah. like what like you're not seeing. 40 straight minutes of polished, yeah. awesome material with a little bit of fucking with the crowd. You're seeing people be like, oh, so what's up, man? What are you doing? Yeah. Oh. And it's, I don't know if, like, are you, are you guys working on, like, trying to find jokes? Yeah, I don't. Is that so, your writing so, process? So, so, like, this is, so this is similar to, so when I saw, when I saw Dan, um, again, this was him working the material, and he was fantastic. Way more jocked in real life than I ever thought. He's and like a ripped tattoo, he's, dude. He's fucking ripped. And he's tall. I guess that's really what it is. Is he's so much taller than I thought? Which it, he, you know, exponentially, he's fucking wider too. But um, uh, very much. Joshua. I've listened to like four hundred of his podcast episodes, so I'm kind of a fanboy. But his feature, like, well, that's just it's like some people start like. I'm not a big fan of people who um, like go on these imaginary tangents about a situation. Like, that's not realistic? Where it's like, I was at the grocery store the other day, and this old lady, she just farted while I was standing in line. What if farting while you're standing in line was just socially acceptable? And we do, you know, and they'll just yeah. go on like and this then it'd old, be an imaginary like a, tangent, like a right. fucking four-minute thing about society being okay with farting in public, and like, how that would, it just, like, I'm not a huge, like, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. People go on these weird, like... What if the world was like this instead? <laughs> it's very, I don't know. This is about my demon joke, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is about my demon. I did a demon joke, and now, now I'm hearing it. Now I'm hearing the passive-aggressive fucking demon. Stupid demon. Stupid. I felt it with his lively eye last night. I felt it. He had the one eye sparkling at me. I knew it. I knew he was going to fucking hate that joke. It's a good time. I had a good time. It was we would drove through like hurricanes to get there. So, um and I was wearing another man's pants. So there's always that. I didn't I didn't have one drink last night. I was <clears throat> you didn't really? Nope. I brought two coffees with me. Is this something you're doing? Is trying to cut out? No, um trying to I don't dry know. out. I just felt you like boozer. I, I went out Thursday night and uh ran. like six bottles of liquor right behind you on the on the shelf there. I'll go ahead and take those home with me to make sure you're staying. There's a thing of coffee I'm just and a mug of pens. Just going. <laughs> and there's a bong around the corner there's there, I'm bong. sure. There's three bongs. There's <laughs> two right there. There's one over there. What the fuck, man? I don't even have one bong, and you have three bongs? 
They get dirty and they take a while to clean. So yeah. you gotta, it's like a. You see, just buy a new one. I have more than one plate too, Dean. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like maids. It's like it's like maids with bad uh, with you, bad you, green cards. You want to know how many you plates I have? Another one. I have two plates. You have two plates. <laughs> the one's on the floor. The cats have been eating out of. No, I have multiple small plates. Oh, we have a bunch of those. But my my actual like full size dinner plates. You too. Over the years, <laughs> yeah, they broken. Or, you know, I didn't clean the fucking as shit long off of as it. You had and went out to. of town for two days and was like, well, that's going to take forever to soak and clean. I'll just push that into the trash can. <laughs> and now I'm like, fuck, I only got two left. So, I've had to buy forks multiple times because I swear kids throw that shit away. But I've, I've never, like, I'm, I've never <sighs> been interested in, like... Cleaning bongs? No, like the, the people who's, like, all their... Kitchenware matches and shit. Oh yeah, no, none of my shit. So matches. every now and then I'll go to Goodwill and I'll find a stack of four matching plates for a buck fifty. See, no, like that's the home. thing. Is like I'll go and I'll get like four. I'm like, oh, I like these plates. I'll go and get four of these. We need some plates. And then the next time I'm getting plates, it's just some random. Oh, I like these plates. None of the fucking plates match. They're all chipped yet. up. And why would they? For a while, I had because um, because some people are animals. I was serving the king. Uh, the I was buying every pint or? glass I could find uh, yeah, at Goodwill, and that king. was all my cups were pint glasses. But I'm down to like two of those because uh, I've just recently started getting glasses when again. You, when you actually use glasses, though, uh, you break a lot of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Especially when you have a cat who likes to drink water out of a fucking glass for some reason. Because <laughs> it can't see the. There's a goddamn water fountain in there. There is. Continually is nice. spurting four fucking streams of water. Yeah. I've and every time it. I set down a glass, there's a goddamn cat's head inside of it. That's true. <laughs> or I don't notice it. I hear. The fuck? Oh, cool mess. Thanks. I got to say. You need to drink out of scotch glasses. That way the cat can easily get its head in there and drink it. But see, you notice how well-behaved my cats are. You don't even know they're here. They're in the cats. I was going to say, I was, I was totally expecting more cats. Nope. Uh, totally I've, expecting more. Inside the cats. you got to train them like kids. you got to <laughs> beat them. And like you a, lock them up when the guests come over so they can't tell and them. And then they know how to behave. <laughs> okay. You would suspect it if you saw his cat with the one eye staring at you. I saw a picture of it, and I, it made you want to pet him. Did it? Yeah, I did. Took, I took his eye as a lesson. <laughs> so the other one it took it as a lesson for the other one. It wasn't even that one that fucked up. It was the other one. And he's like, "You know what I'll do to you, bitch? Take your good eye, smack, and took her yeah. brother's eye." That's fuck. That's how you do psychologically. That's how you win. Now they're both afraid to do shit, or you're gonna torture the other one. Well, I'm <laughs> the Marquis de Sade podcast. You know what it is? We've what, 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 it's that. It's that. How to become a dictator? You know, we're like in season eight now. Machiavelli. <laughs> So uh, we so we didn't meet up for a week. It was there was did you do anything the week before? Did you do any shows you pop into? Anything cool? I don't. I did. What did I do? You're about to say I don't remember. I said so I was about to say. Um, too. last weekend. I feel like I did two things last weekend. I don't know. I feel like you did too. Let me look. Because I wasn't doing shit. So Jeff goes, "Why aren't you writing yourself into more of these shows here?" And I go, "To be honest with you, Jeff, I book them out and I kind of forget." And then afterwards, I look back and I go, fuck, I didn't leave myself any spots. And then I left okay. myself. Go ahead. So last weekend, um, mm-hmm. J.P. McAllister yes. did a uh, second, album recording? second album recording. This one he did like yeah. super stealth and didn't even mention yeah. it, didn't promo it. Why? Um, he, just, he just wanted to do it that way. Uh, that way, 
to avoid any like bullshit. You know what I mean? What bullshit? What do you avoid? Like people who want to fucking come out and like, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the last couple album recordings have been someone wants to get involved. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You want to be more organic, just capture. Uh, like who was it I was listening to? They did their special and they purposely only filmed the one. And they, he makes a, like a flub in the middle of it, and they just everything. They just kept the one. He said, "I wanted it to feel more like a live show you were going to." Right. And so he did it on purpose. But that would be kind of the idea. There is like you do the organic. Nobody even knows you're doing it. You just do the organic setup, do the album recording. It's a big surprise. Don't even announce it. Well, apparently, this one not even being announced. There was a an incident at the second show. God, what the fuck? Where like. A woman wanted to be involved. So it was a goddamn woman that wasn't. And when she was when she was asked to leave, she wanted to start a fist fight over it. (sighs) Wow, I wasn't there. I was there the night before. Would you Would you put money on her? I don't know. I wasn't there. I I didn't see. I just. I was watching Craig Robinson in Indianapolis. She doesn't know Craig Robinson is right. Uh, uh, the office, the, the black dude, yeah. guy, oh, okay. yeah, run the yeah. warehouse, the piano player the guy, yeah, yeah, he yeah. does like keyboard yep. stuff, yep. And songs, yep. And and it was so. See, I was, I was, I was real. I was taking a date there, and uh, I was real. Seems uh, like a date comic. Yeah. Well, I wasn't even sure with that because of the piano. Like when I looked him up, and every clip had a piano. I was like, eh. it ended up being really fun. It ended up being yeah. fun. So he's up there. <laughs> we met him. We happened to meet him in the hallway outside of the bathrooms. That was pretty cool. But uh, he ends up so at one point in the show he's 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 so he's playing a little bit of music and the, like he do stories and shit and then he would do music and then fucking you know so he's playing a little bit of music and then he's talking to people in the front row and he's talking to this woman he's like go and then she'd answer him you know and then he'd, he'd sing back to her another question like so how many kids do you or whatever and then so he starts so. He, then he starts a conversation with another woman, and they're going back and forth. And then the women start potting. like he's kind of antagonizing them against each other. And then they jump up to scrap in the front fucking row of his show. And he did literally just like poke the two of them, and then kind of poked them at each other. And then they jumped up. The security came in and snagged them up, and he was like, "No, no, no! I was just kidding." <laughs> Like, just at that, he had two complete strangers throwing down on the front row of the fucking show. Women wanting to get involved. That's what fucking happens. Trouble. You ever have that happen to you? No. No, it'd be kind of of fucking entertaining, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Two chicks just wanted to throw down in the front of my head and be like, everybody stay back. Give them a second. I think they're going to work it out fine. Just give them a second. <laughs> somebody got a camera. Yeah. It's somebody. I'm a man of action. I'm this not a photo guy. going straight to Facebook. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go viral with this. Make sure my face is in it. I want credit. <laughs> this ain't going to be like that TikTok bullshit where nobody credits the comic. Dude, I just saw a video of a uh, like youth basketball game. And I didn't see the whole video, but something happened and all you see is like chaos on the court like the video takes place when whatever's happening is happening and you see a ref just like square up to a fucking dude a dad right in the face i hope dude is fucking straight as a board before he hits the ground that's great that's fucking great just straight knocks i don't even know why anybody refs anymore i wouldn't do it 
I wouldn't do it. I don't. And they and they scream at him like they're NBA refs. And you're like, dude, this guy's making five dollars to fucking be here to watch your goddamn kid have a game. Yeah. You know, like it's ridiculous the way this people act. Somebody I forgot to mention. So I'm telling somebody that snake story this week, and then they started telling me about a time they were on a flight, uh, and they were flying. I don't know fucking where. It didn't matter. Somebody on the plane was smuggling a scorpion, a poisonous scorpion, going to take it home to their aquarium, right? So they don't have it like a regular cage because they're smuggling the motherfucker. So it's like in a sack or something. Right. And so, of course, the scorpion stings them through the back. I swallowed a balloon with a scorpion (laughs) in it. any problem with it. It's a scorpion mule. So 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 they got like in a sack or something close to their body and the fucker stings them through the bag, right? So <laughs> could so, you imagine being on a plane and the guy next to you is just like Oh <laughs> and then, and then, Son of a bitch! And then, and then they're like, for a minute there, they're going to try to play it cool. Because they don't want to go no, to jail. No, nothing. So like, nothing, nothing. And then there's sweat. <laughs> like, you'll see sweat begin to condensate on their forehead. And they'll be like, use, the, use that vomit back there, are you? <laughs> that's, dude, that's... that's just, that is, did you ever watch that show? Um, it's on Netflix. Tim Robinson's uh, sketch comedy show, I Think You Should Leave. No, it's one of the funniest fucking sketch shows that's ever been made. And there's they have a sketch like that where the, the they're at a restaurant and like a celebrity's at the table and the dude's all like psyched and then he starts uh choking on food and he's pretending he's not cuz he doesn't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like <laughs> he's like drinking water just running out of his mouth. <laughs> and the dude's next to him like, "Are you choking?" He's like, Dude, if you're choking, I can like. Did the like, celebrity end up saving him? He's trying to talk to the celebrity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the exact same thing. Because like, you know there was a time it's frame. Like tr- it's like when you're drunk as fuck and yeah. and like in public and trying yeah. to like oh, yeah, stand yeah, yeah. still in line and maintain. Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking. Uh, just, uh, I don't know what mm, fucking problem. I'm fucking drunk. All the fries and them. Let me tell you, Chicago my dog. uncle used to make two Chicago cherry, dogs. Cherry pies. They were they were good. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, like, you know they're melting down on the plane. Like, can I get some water? Can I get some water? Maybe a bourbon. Maybe a bourbon. And a doctor. Is there any doctor now? So then they had to do an emergency landing to get this person medical. And I was like, wait a minute. They smuggled an illegal poisonous. Uh, a creature onto a sealed plane endangering everybody there. I feel like it's only fair that the flight continue <laughs> to its destination and we let God decide. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he fucking dies because that's karma. If you sneak a poisonous snake or some sort of fucking thing onto a plane and you get stung, it's like how far that's the, karma. How far is the nearest hospital? Well, like... 35,000 feet and eight miles. So quite a ways. I, I, I think you buried the lead. What happened to the scorpion? No idea. So it's running loose on I the plane would, right now. I would have that crushed we're, it we're still waiting for the grand jury to decide if yeah. they're going to indict the scorpion. But yeah. where did it go? What happened to it no, on the plane? I'm sure. Did I, it go to first class? I would have crushed it the, the second it stung me. I'd have been like, oh, well, this was a bad idea because now I don't have a scorpion <laughs> and I'll be dead in three minutes. So, um, yeah. So I don't have a crazy. Uh, I do have a. I do. I was bored of a plane one time. <laughs> 
this wasn't even this wasn't even um uh this wasn't even 9-11 yet but you still didn't do this shit i'm, I'm bored to play one time and, I, and i'm in the uniform and there happens to be it was, it was the navy time and there happens to be another sailor there completely unrelated i have no idea he's just passing this a major international airport he just happens to be going through and i think we were both hanging out at the uso while our flight was fucking like delayed or whatever and there so we're, we're going in they're getting checked in and he's got a pool cue uh, uh you know like like a pool stick in the, in the hard cases yeah over his shoulder, and the lady asked him what's in the bag, and he says, shotgun. Oh, my <laughs> God. And boom, like gone. He was taken oh, away. Oh, hell yeah. Right? And I was just like, what the fucking oh, idiot. Oh, my God. <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and he's lucky he didn't just get, like, punched and then dr- oh, drugged yeah. to the ground immediately. Absolutely. But he did. They did. I mean, it was immediately they were like, whoop. And uh, you come with us, sir. Well, I was just kidding. I was just, hey, where are you taking me? <laughs> Tell my mama I love her. Let go of me or I'll fucking shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. What's the time at? We are at 41 minutes. There we go. 21 seconds. There we go. We did it. We got Rusty out of the basement. In the, uh, are we not supposed to tell... Before you testify, we're not supposed to tell your location. Say, me being here right now is kind of breaking witness protection. I did get a so. I did get a message that they really appreciated you leaving the note or the message up front that you were still actively alive. Well, I'm about to start a GoFundMe, so I needed there them to know that I I still. There you are. You have it, folks. Patreon.com/slash Lighten Me at Five. Rusty is uh, needing some help, or shall we call him Mr. Smith? Better. That's, that's better. Yeah. Thank you. Our new young intern, 27 year old college graduate out of Berkeley. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I always wanted to go to Berkeley. Yeah. I was told by somebody that you are their favorite person on this show. It's rather hurtful person that told me. Who the hell was that? I want to get into it. Was it an asylum or? I fucking don't want to get into it. But... Okay. All right. I don't. I think you're just saying that to me. I was like, uh, I was like, uh, hello. (laughs) So Jeff, he said, Jeff, he says, uh, you were talking about possibly uh, relocating. He's like, hey, you wanted this club? (laughs) Just make a phone call. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, you want you want in this club too? And I'm like, hey, man, future reference. If you know anybody in any club in any country in this fucking world, (laughs) then yeah, I want in. (laughs) So Stanley, let's just get that established. Thanks for joining us to Light Me at Five. You can uh, reach us at uh, lmfivepod at gmail. That's lmfivepod at gmail. You can reach me at teenjourneyincomedy at gmail. You can go to teenjourneyincomedy.com. You can reach Jason by reaching out to the pod. You can reach Rusty by appearing in federal court, District 3, on July 3rd. <laughs> what? You had to mess. Forget it. It's, it's, a, it's Forget a fucking it. false alarm. It's July 3rd. It. There's Forget no one open it. July 3rd. Forget it. Forget it. Coming up. It's not America's birthday. It's the day before. There's no court open on July 3rd. It's going to take your case. America's birthday. America's birthday. You tell them. That is impossible. You to mentioned know. the district that the court was in. So what? There's a lot of people. That, There's a lot of criminals. There's a lot of, of conspiracy. That kind of puts a target on my back. Dude, dude, so dude. the other day I go to check my mail, and the first fucking thing I pull out is. Jared, did he? Uh, no, it's from Superior Court 6. <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Not six. I've been to Superior Courts before. God, I've been to Superior Courts one through five is bad Jesus. enough. Those are always it's uh, like for criminal cases. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he was looking for Rusty, wasn't it? Some, some, someone else's name entirely. Yeah. yeah. Rusty Nixon. Shh. Who's this fucking guy? Mr. Smith, you ever heard of Rusty Nixon? Shh. I gave him this address. Thanks for joining us. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five. I'm like, dude, I'm going to get that fucking <laughs> raccoon to come over here and get him high. And he's going to savage your face. And and he kept coming. But he's going to wear it around like a mask. Then out of 